0: All right, let's cross the ditch now. I love Racing.NZ. It's your home for everything Thoroughbred Racing. So you can go and watch Imperatrix. as all of her replays, apart from the ones that she's in Australia. And she's been there for a wee while now. Um, I wonder if our next guest, Mark Walker, has been enjoying celebrity status this week across the ditch, or is that reserved for the horse, Mark? Because she's got a fair share of fans over there, doesn't she?
1: Yeah, morning, guys. No, she's certainly building up a bit of a profile, that's for sure.
0: Which is not bad for business when you're starting to sell horses into that market like that Al- Almanzor filly during the week, I-, I dare say Dave and Karen didn't have too much issue getting that out the door.
1: No, she went basically within 24 hours. So uh, plenty of Oaks races coming up in Australia and that's that's sort of what we thought she might end up being.
2: Morning, Mark. Um, back to today. Our Small field helps. Is it a case that you would hope or expect Opie to be in the running line somewhere, one or two back, bit of speed on, and and no need to change the racing pattern with Imperatriz because it seems to be working for her at the moment?
1: Yeah, I hope you'll just sum it up. Like small fields, sometimes funny things can happen, um, but I'd assume she'd be a little bit similar profile to her last start.
2: Mate, she's a dollar fifty, and try and remove yourself from being the trainer here. But you've raced all over the world. She's a dollar fifty. Is it going to be quite that easy? Because I know a lot of punters listening to this show are going to want to put their into their multis, But emotions aside, gee, that's short for a Group One.
1: Yeah, they don't give away Group One races, especially in Australia. So you always got to be respectful of the of the opposition.
2: What do you make of of Pukakaui today, Mark? You've obviously got a a couple of decent horses heading there. Um, What would be your best at Pukki? Uh,
1: I would think Petrosi would be our best there, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's a... An interesting little race and one I wanted to ask you about, mate, because um, there, there are there's some quality horses here. Obviously, Desert Lightning comes back to the races and Miller Fiore as well. She really found form late in her last preparation. She's doing a good job now, a bit of a strike rate runner. Um, how forward would she be and, and would she take the lead today and, and just try and bowl along with the 3kg uh, claim of Giselle?
1: I'll just, just see how she jumps and sum it up from there, but uh, Desert Lightning certainly a the, um class 3 year old so um, he'll make it very interesting
0: and down the line it's business time we'll probably I dare say there'll be a few people running multis through her and Imperatriz and maybe more but um, look she's she's going so well at reckoning and she seems like a horse that suits it today up over just you know getting into the, more ground looking towards that mile is there anything that could trip her up today do you do you feel
1: oh she's just it's hard going up in ratings all the time. Like she's she's come a long way in such a short time and she's getting up in the ratings but nothing just the indication that she, she's not gonna cope go with it, that's what she's. Going.
2: Mark, what about your two year old down there? Because I think the heavy track didn't suit it last time out. It's favorite again today. Um do you give it like is it a good two year old or dream of the moon we're talking about here, or is it a two year old who we're still learning about?
1: I thought her trials were good. I think it was just the heavy track that tripped her up, and we expect it to be much, much better today.
2: Troy Briand is getting ready for a far bigger race in two weeks' time. What do you make of him today? Because clearly on ability he can win this race, but from barrier 12, is it a case that, well, now barrier 10, is it a case that you wouldn't want to be working too much in the first 600?
1: Yeah, we'll just probably switch them off early and and let them run home and uh, I think the sixteen hundred should suit them quite well. Mm.
0: Uh, Prismatic, Sam Weatherly, we spoke to him last hour who does a job for you today down here in uh, Christchurch. He thought Prismatic from Barrier 1 would get a very economical run and over 3,000 metres. You've had a bit of success with the stayers since you've been back training there in Matamata. Mark, is is Prismatic a really nice chance today, do you think?
1: Yeah, without a doubt, he'll love the 3,000 metres. He's just a big one pace sort of horse, but he can go at one pace for a very long time, so uh, you shouldn't have too much um, bad luck from Barrier 1, I would have thought.
0: Okay, and look, I'm curious to see if you, if you know this, but there'll be lots of people wondering, because we've got a, a bit of a situation with jockeys back here today, and that's partly because of Opie. Is, is he planning on posting up over in Melbourne for the next wee while? Um, have you got enough horses for him to ride over there? Will he be coming and going? What's the story with your stable rider?
1: No, no, he'll he'll be back and forth when it when it suits. Uh, like Thousand Guineas Day at Riccarton, he'll, he'll ride there for us, even though we'll have some runners here in Group One races. Uh, so, when it well, you saw Mickey D won first up on Imperatrice, so I hope he'll work in where we where we need him.
2: Uh, Mark, just on Skew Whiff, who was beaten last week, I know there were thoughts of a Golden Eagle or maybe even an Empire Rose. I know you don't think she's a 1600 horse, so where does she go?
1: Yeah, she goes to Melbourne Cup Day. There's a Phillies and Mare's Group 3, and if she if she went really well in that, she running the Sir Rupert Clark yep, just the other day. It was six weeks in between runs. We go to various school so that sort of put a spanner in the works, but she's
0: she'll be a sharp improver. Beautiful stuff, mate. Hey, good luck for today. Go enjoy it. I know you've got the good crew over there. Just make sure you keep hazy from chewing everyone's ear off, eh?
2: Yep, good as gold. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thanks,
0: Mark. Very good. Right, we're five minutes away from the first at Puca There's our pal Celine that, Gordry. That,
2: that was really interesting um, comments around Troubriand. Like, here's a horse who's going to be heavily backed, and absolutely he can win. There's no doubts about that. But he'll go back. Well, exactly. He's going back at the start and yeah. the rail's out and two other good horses of comparable ability uh, are going to go forward then not saying you can't win but you can make a very strong case you want to be backing them instead so just important to note there punters let's not forget it's a hundred thousand dollar race, so it's a big deal but there's bigger deals huge deals in two weeks and obviously a week after that for some of these horses so this time of year it's really important to work out where your horse fits into the ecosystem that's why i tried to explain to people that it's business time thing and the fact that it's you know basically you want to be sort of being careful about horses you back if it's going to affect their next start. It won't affect its business time and it won't affect Troy Briand, but racing pattern and what they're trying to achieve Troy Briand could be a crucial factor today.